giving you the real from A to Z surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. News, updates, rumors, transactions, takes, and more. So strap up, Cowboys Nation, and start your day off with A to Z Sports. Live with Will Steele. Three, two, one. Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live. I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. That's right, right here. Boom. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Skywalker Steel. Yesterday was very fun on Twitter. I dove into the lab. A lot of film yesterday. I was dropping out of all 22 clips and some opinions. And we'll talk about, about that today, this morning. Putting a bow on Monday Night Football, the beat down by the Eagles. And uh, talk about... Cowboys stock market, right? Whose stock is rising? There's a few players I have, but I purposefully only did a few because I want to know who you think uh, stock is rising as well. Also, I have some film for those players so you guys can enjoy that. And then we'll briefly touch on the top storylines heading into the week four matchup against the Carolina Panthers. I'm not going to do a whole lot of um, breakdown on Carolina today because I got to get back in the lab after today's show, so I don't know if it's going to be a super, super long one, uh, but y'all know how it is, man. It goes as long as y'all want it to go. Call in line 351-999-3787, 351-999-3787. Already somebody said, let's make Sam Darnold see Ghost again. Yeah, he's playing better. He's playing different, um, but again, I'll probably do a little bit more of a uh, hardcore Sam Darnold film work today, so I can have that for you tomorrow. Uh, we'll do Cowboys, likely Cowboys defense against that offense, and then Friday, Cowboys offense against that defense, and then boom, we're here for Sunday. But uh, good morning, guys. How are you guys doing on this beautiful September 29th, Wednesday, 2021? Cowboys lead the division right now at 2-1, and one, and they go up against the Panthers this Sunday as we talk about that. Uh, Doug Smith says, the OG, oh, okay, you're the guy that called in on the phone the other day. <laughs> He says, does anyone see the need to retool the O-line? Talk about that. Talk about that. I got a guy in the, um, in the stock up. You all know him. Yeah. Good. But in the stock up, that may play a factor in that. Me, I don't think so. But I, th- I think it's getting a lot of uh, talk here, so we'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, good morning, Pops. I see Airborne. You go. The CFZ. AJ. Calvin. Jacob. North of the Star. Good morning. Good sir. Miss Sheila. Welcome. Uh, Malcolm Williams. Stephen White, James Rogley, James Simmons. A lot of Stephen White. All right, got gotcha. you. Squatch, Tamara, Daywalker, Vaughn. What's up, brother? And the many, many more coming through. Lupe, Felipe from France. Dwayne Wright, the CFZ, Steve Johnson, and everyone else that will be coming in after this introduction. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Hey, let's just jump straight into the roundup so then we can move forward to, I think we'll start off with our stock up, stock down. Um, there might be a player in there that surprises you, not necessarily because it's a surprise stock up. It's just that he kind of seems obvious, but it's hard not to feature him week in, week out if he's going to continue to play that way. But right now, 
let's get it too. It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Yes, sir. The morning roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness, your solution for your fitness goals. Whether it be for weight loss, toning up, sports, or stress relief, our friends over at TFF have everything you need from state-of-the-art equipment, group classes, and experienced professional certified trainers. So do me a favor. If you're looking to begin your fitness journey, head on over to any of the nine locations in the DFW area. Or visit TexasFamilyFitness.com. So the coaches came out yesterday. And they did their, uh, you know, their coaches interviews as they do on Tuesdays. Yeah, Stephen White, Panther Film Study Day for me as well, buddy. With the, with the Monday Night Football, I kind of messed some things up schedule-wise. But we'll get on it. We'll get on it. So they came out. And uh, I'm actually going to play a little bit in the first word, a little bit of Dan Quinn. But Mike McCarthy had some good news with the injury front, but then some, not sombering news, but we were kind of looking forward to getting some guys coming back. Well, no early returns, looks like, from the IR. That means the big three, Kelvin Joseph, Neville Gallimore, Michael Gallup, will continue to stay on IR. I personally, I tracked Kelvin Joseph to come back around week five. And here's why. Even if he come, comes back next week to practice, I highly doubt they're going to throw him in the game right away. So he may need a week to get going. So Kelvin Joseph, I would look to get back around week five. Neville Gallimore, though, I'm interested. I'm going to I'm going to do a little digging here. I'm going to do a little digging. <laughs> Stevie Mac, stock up, Skywalker still. Pre- appreciate you, brother. <laughs> I wonder if Neville will, will be back sooner than, than later. I know his was five to eight weeks. It was the first, second preseason game. So it's been a while. Got to look, look that up. But I think we could beginning to see Neville work his way back, which means Neville Gallimore and also Dikizua. Woo. Can't wait to see that. Uh, and then Michael Gallup. I, I, we all knew that was going to be at the very minimum three to five weeks. I didn't expect him to come back uh, this soon anyway. So, hey, and Ced's been holding it down enough, right? Like Cedric, Cedric, almost said Cedric the Entertainer. Cedric Wilson, we've. I figured this, right? We all figured this. The offense wasn't going to miss a beat without Michael Gallup, and it wasn't any slight to Michael Gallup. It's more of a a positive thing on the quarterback, on the offensive coordinator, on the play caller, and the offense in general, right? Fresh Fade said the reinforcements coming back are going to take this defense to another level. Yeah, and I just talked about the early IR returns. We didn't even talk about the, you know, D-Law. Who, we know that's not he's not coming back till later. The COVID with the nye and and uh, Keanu Neal, Dorrance Armstrong was coming together. So yeah, a lot. Donovan Wilson, who didn't go on IR, who kind of could have went on IR. Really, uh, wonder what, if he'll be back. We'll take a look at that today. They're back. They're back at practice. They had the day off yesterday. Speaking of that, no injuries following week three. Pretty cut and dry. That's good news because you don't want to keep piling up these injuries when you're already hampered. So that's just great news there. Yeah, clap it up, Mike McCarthy. Clap it up. And then the Cowboys are number one again. Actually, the Cowboys are number one in a a lot of interesting categories uh, offensively. But they're number one in this category, which I wanted to feature because it has a trickle-down effect. First downs per game. They're averaging 
27 first downs per game. The only way you can average that many first downs per game is to do one of two things. A, never see third down. (laughs) Or B, see third down and convert. And that's what they're doing. They're fourth in the league in third down conversion percentage, converting over 50%, if I'm not mistaken, over 54% of their third downs. What does that do? The trickle-down effect results in a better time of possession in their top five in the league. And that's with having a game where they've thrown the ball 60 times. Something to be excited about that we aren't talking about for the Cowboys offense. Number one again. First down. Stevie Max says, I have a feeling that Gallimore starts actually playing week eight after the bye. Woo, that would be well past the eight weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Well past it. Remember, Stevie Mac, Gallup's injury. I'm sorry, you say Gallup. Gallimore. Gallimore's injury, it's not a leg injury. It's just his arm. It's his elbow. He was already out on cords a few weeks ago. So if this week eight, that's after the bye. That's about, that's over, is that three months? If it takes him three months for the elbow, it might be more serious than we expect. So I hope they don't drag it out that long if it doesn't need to be. If it does go that long, then that elbow is worse off than I thought. Um, But yeah, that would be second week of of this preseason was when an injury happened. So that's in early August. So most of August, September, October. So you're talking about coming back early November, right? Or roughly end of October. That's a long time. It's a long, long time. I hope not. Shoot, man. We need him back. We need bodies. We need bodies. Uh, Kevin says, I think boss man is healthy, but they're keeping him on IR to save a roster spot. I don't know. Hey, Kevin, what you know, brother? What you know that I don't know? Because those hamstrings, those hamstrings are real. And think about it, Kevin. What roster spot is there to save? The Cowboys are, are decimated with injuries right now. They've got about eight guys out on the defensive side of the ball. A lot of them on COVID or IR like or PUP. So they got a ton of roster spots if they want to get funky with it. I, I just think that maybe Kelvin's is a hamstring, right? Maybe the hamstring or the groin, which those things linger. Look at Donovan Wilson, for, for instance, which is why I thought they should have put him on IR so that he can have that three weeks. And then if you want that roster spot for someone else, you can have it. Um, but that's that's lingering. So I, I wonder what's going on there. We need to get these guys back. Frost said that's a leverage injury. Could be a little. Could be a little for Gallimore. Not quite sure what you mean there, Frost. Got to elaborate a little bit. Ronnie, good morning. Still Skywalker, <laughs> it's your boy from Reading. Reading, PA. Shout out to PA in the building. Seven one seven Frost. My pops in the building. Um, remember when I told you that Quinn would have this defense playing fast and disciplined football when you when you had your show. I'll be honest with you, Ronnie. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember you remember you saying that. Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, I was on board with this Quinn hire from the jump. I figured just by default this defense would be better. I didn't know it would do. It would be number one in turnovers. Like that's that's the biggest thing for me. They're number one in turnovers. I'm, I'm not gonna say turnovers. Number one in takeaways. Me and uh, Jesse were talking about that. Turnovers, turnovers can be fluky, right? They're number one in takeaways. Seven of their eight turnovers are interceptions. And they ain't fluky ones. They're going to get those balls. 
And Dan Quinn actually talked about those said turnovers. Uh, they asked him a question about, hey, you know, the saying is turnovers come in bunches. We talked about that last week. And I said, yes, they come in bunches. And I get that they can be up and down. You can't really predict turnovers. But there seems to be a difference in the way this team is getting them. Well, listen to Dan Quinn's uh, response on the first word. And, and have you found that those normally come in bunches, or do you really accept that? Um, no, I don't really accept it. Um, it's a good thing to say when you don't have any, and you say, oh, they're gonna, they're coming, just hang in there, you know? And so for me right now, I say, no, like pedal downhill right now, like go get more, um, because there was absolutely chances for us to have the ball more uh, yesterday. But um, I think this is an example of, you know, trust in your training. These guys, uh, the assistant coaches and the players put in a tremendous amount of work um, through Mike. You see pre-practice jugs machine, post-practice jugs machine, ball drills, fundamental work. So I think this is a byproduct of really trusting your training. Is it, you don't get them all the time, but um, you want to put yourself in position to have a mindset to do it. And at practice, you got to go take your chances to say, is this a play I can go make and be in the right, you know, technique to do that. So there's a little, um, you know, testing that you have to go through um, out of practice. Yeah, um, I love this response from Dan Quinn. I, I, I love to, who doesn't love turnovers, right? But man, I can listen to Dan Quinn talk ball all day, all day. No, I'm not. I'm not satisfied with that answer. No, I don't believe in that. Go get more. And I think, I forget who it was. Maybe it was uh, Isaiah Stanback, but he talked about the defense playing on the balls of their feet and not the back of their heels. And, I, and I, it looks that way. Watch it. Like my guy from um, Reading said, Rodney, they're playing fast and disciplined for real. I mean, that's the other word he used, and disciplined. Um, and, and you can tell it was going to be that way because Mike Dolan just doesn't. Mike Dolan know what he's doing. You know, and they didn't believe in that system. And it, everybody was thinking, right? The defensive line was thinking because you had guys playing positions they couldn't play. Linebackers are now thinking. And then the secondary was clearly thinking too much. I don't see that at all on this defense. Less thinking means faster play. Everybody's level of play seems to be elevated. And I got to give all the credit in the world to Dan Quinn. I mean, not solely him, right? Like they have Joe Witt Jr. And as a player, you're, you get credit too. But man. Oh, man. Gotta love it. All right, real quick. I'm going to get into 484, but I noticed in the chat there's a little bit of breaking news. I used to have a breaking news uh, drop here. There's a little bit of breaking news. It looks like Richard Sherman is going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let me just kind of confirm that there. Not not that I believe the Cowboys are going to go do anything like that, but I just kind of want to confirm here. So funny that I say not that the Cowboys are going to do that. I'm reading here on uh, Twitter. Ari Temke comes up. He says, not that the Cowboys were ever going to sign Richard Sherman, but can't help but feel as though they're about to feast defensively on bad offenses and false sense of supremacy. I still don't see it, but I see D. Ware did drop it. Uh, is that a confirmation? Richard Sherman to the Bucks. Usually Twitter kind of pops up here. I'm weird like that. I'm not moving on until I know it's confirmed. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Stevie Mac. What's up, Oscar, over on Facebook? Appreciate Facebook in the building. CJ Richards, I see you, brother. I see you. CJ, I do like that, CJ. He says, let's talk about the Cowboys scoring on opening drives the last two games. It's beautiful because they hadn't scored on opening drives, I think, in like 20-something consecutive games or something like that. And uh, we're back to that 
2016 type of feel where I expected the Cowboys to score on every possession. Right now, they're averaging 30 points per game. That's fourth in the league, fourth or fifth. All right, Sherman to the Bucks. Confirmed. It is what it is. I, Sherm, the Sherman dream, or I don't call it a dream, the Sherman thing to me was done once he did what he did. I didn't think uh, Jerry was going to touch it. All right, let's take a call here. My bad, y'all. Uh, 484, what's up? Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, this is Ronnie. What's How going on, doing? Ronnie? I'm good, brother. How are you? Yeah, um, I see you moved from Harrisburg. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you're doing good things, my brother. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And I want to say that our defense is looking good. Remember when, when we had sat down and talked, when Dan Quinn had got hired, and I told you that that defense was going to play better? You see the steps. It might be baby steps, but they're the steps that we need. Hey, they so big, they big baby steps. They, they shack size baby steps. I like it. You know what I'm saying? But that defense is going to be better. You know what I'm saying? Trust me. I believe that we're going to go very far this year. Hey, it, it's listen, you know, it's week three. I, I don't I don't know how far, but I feel confident that this team is a playoff team. And then once you get into the tournament, it's a matter of matchups and anything can happen. Uh, but for me, I'm waiting, and, and the fans know, I'm waiting to see how they perform and if they can beat these these playoff caliber squads. That will then stamp – I'll be able to predict, in my opinion, where I think the Cowboys can go. But right now, uh, continue to stack these wins. And when you go up against the Bucks and against the Cardinals and against the, the uh, 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 Chiefs, beat those teams, now we cooking with grease. Now we cooking with grease. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's true. Good point right there. But, you know what I'm saying, but at least we least we see in the, the bigger, a brighter light than before. Because last year we looked at terrible. And yeah. you know that. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's, it's night Thank and day. You. It's night and day. Yeah, appreciate you, Ronnie. All right, you have a blessed one and keep up the good work, man. I like what you be doing. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's night and day, and that's why if anybody, speaking to the talking heads, coming into the year when they talked about, oh, this defense, oh, this team, stop it. It's not the same team. It's not the same team at all, and they're proving that to us here the first three weeks of the season. Uh, we'll see, though. My guy Fresh already said, I think they're going to beat the brakes off the Panthers. I know I can't give y'all the full prediction, but if you've been paying attention over the last two weeks, you know how I feel about the schedule coming up. All right, I'm going to take two five three right quick. I'll tr- I'm going to take two five three. I'm going to take one more, and then we'll get into the stop, and then I want to get into the storylines. The storylines going to be quick, but two five three, what it is, what it do? Two five three, what's yeah. up? Two five three, you you breaking up, brother? Okay. Yeah, barely. Sound like you in the toilet? Yeah, I might have to call you back. Uh, All right, two five three, get back to us. Uh, let's get eight oh three in the building. Eight oh three, what's up? Hey, what's going on, Scott? Not much, brother. How are you? Hey, uh, I'm a pretty young cowboy fan. And I'm just curious to um, if we if we keep clicking on all cylinders, at minimum at the pace that we're at, as far as we get no worse than we're playing at right now, what would you say would be the weakest link or the Achilles heel at this current moment? 
on both sides, just in general as a team? Yeah, just overall. Just from what you're seeing right now, if we if we continue to play at this level, what would be our weakest our, our weakest point? Our Achilles heel, and and this is why I'm going to say this person. It's not even a unit. It's not a player. It's a person because I think the units like if any some people will say, oh well, it's the pass rush, right? Not getting sacks. How oh, you can overcome that? Uh, some might say it's right. Piotish or Connor Williams. Oh well, you can scheme up. You can you can kind of overcome that. We've seen it the last two weeks. Um, you can't scheme up. You can't overcome bad management. That can literally lose you a game. And if, if, if I had to be fair, I think the Achilles heel right now is Mike McCarthy. I know I've been getting on him the last two weeks, and it's really just a few things. I'm not getting on him collectively. But remember, it's going to come down to crunch time. You're going to have to know how to manage these games. And the one area of the Cowboys offense that I, I'm not secure about is their management at the end of halves. They used to be amazing at that. Now it's kind of like, what are we doing? So I would say Mike McCarthy at this moment is the Achilles heel. Hopefully, though, he gets better. Hey, can, I, can I mention something about that end sure. of the half uh, situation? Sure, sure. Uh, so when I was watching it, I, I, had, I was curious about why he didn't call timeout either. But do you think maybe he just didn't want to – you know, force anything. We already had a big lead going to the oh, half. That's you know, not, that's not big. Not, not trying to push anything. Well, yeah, yeah, but maybe he just didn't want to, didn't want to chance it. I mean, he's probably so nervous about all the mishaps he had previously. He probably doesn't want to, you know, try to you know try to do too much. And end up losing the ball. Already lost the ball in the end zone. All those types of situations happen, you know, all the time. So maybe maybe I, that's that's why. But. I appreciate you trying to find a reason, but don't give yourself a headache. Don't even give yourself a headache, brother. Like like that, it, there is no reason. He he botched it. He fumbled it. He's not going to come out and tell you that. I don't know why. Like I said the last two weeks, he's better off coming out saying, hey, I'm going to go back, take a look at what happened here, and uh, we'll get that cleaned up. Next question. Because his, his, his excuses, I don't like it. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not saying that's going to trickle down. It's just as a fan, because all we can do is just talk about what we see and hear him say. As a fan, it doesn't look and it doesn't sound good. I don't think there is a, a, a reasoning, in my opinion. Uh, salute to my guy, Joey Ikes, on Twitter. He did try to lay out a thorough reason, and, I, and I'll tell him the same thing. Joey, don't give yourself a headache. It was simple. It was third and 24, over a minute and 30 seconds left. Call timeout. Get the ball back to you guys. Go score some more points. This was very reminiscent of Jason Garrett, right? Weren't we getting on Jason yeah. Garrett for being conservative? That yeah, was beyond yeah. conservative. That was borderline scared. What are you scared of? You're moving the rock. I, I digress. All right, yeah. All right, man. Appreciate taking my call. Thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate you. All right, we're gonna clear out these. We're gonna clear out these calls. I'm gonna get to stock up. Um, seven seven zero. What's up? What's going on, Fresh? Talk to me, man. Oh, let me get you in there. there yeah, you J- I, I, I was just I was just taking a look at J. Ron Curse's money that he's made over his career. It looks like since 2016 till now, he's making a total of like three and a half million. What do you think about you just coming to that man and just saying, hey, just saying, hey, look, two year extension, eight million a year. What do you think? You I'm, think that should happen? I'm always in favor of getting ahead of guys. That's one thing I used to praise Dallas and Stephen Jones about. 
over the years is that they used, yeah. used to get ahead of guys a lot. And I always bring up the same names, the Orlando Scandricks, the um, Je- I know Jeff Heath got a lot of flack, but the Jeff Heaths, the um, Cole Beasleys, Barry Churches, yeah, they, they get ahead of guys, and I like that, or used to at least. Um, yeah, because I, I don't know, I don't cause know, because I, I think. I, well, I, I think I think Quinn has tapped into his potential. Yes. I, I think that's what's happened here because he didn't look like this before. I think Quinn has just because I, I follow Jeremy, I follow him on Twitter. I mean, he just tweeted like I think yesterday that he loves this team, man. It just oh, feels J-Ron? like yeah, yeah, yeah. It just feels like Quinn has tapped into his his talent, and he's only going to get a little bit better. So I think you know. I, I, what I'm noticing too with guys like J. Ron Curse, KZ, and yeah. this this is this is you know this is I think a a global thing, a universal thing. Yeah. Your yeah. circumstances, your environment, and in this case, your locker room matters. J. Ron yeah. loves yeah. this team oh, yeah. because this team is built in yeah. that manner, and this team, yeah. it, it 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 gets that energy from their guy, which is Dak. Right, it starts at the top. If your quarterback had an yeah. attitude like a, and no offense to Tony, but Tony wasn't a guy that could galvanize the whole locker room. A Jay Cutler, a guy that was, I'm in, I'm out. I don't give a damn about y'all. You know, it, it yeah. starts at the top and in this family type of atmosphere, they love that, man. And they play for each other and you can see it. And then when you pair it with a coach, like a defensive coach like Quinn, who that's what he is. Yeah. He is a player's coach, yeah. but he also can teach. Problem is, you had. Oh, yeah a tight locker room last year, in my opinion. And that's why when it, when it came out that they were, you know, in the media, the players weren't going against each other. The players were pissed off at the coach. That's why it came out. So now you got the coach oh, yeah. environment and, and, and attitude matching the players' culture, because I believe the players' culture has always been there. It's the coaching culture. And it's meshing, and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, man, that's facts, man. I think it's, yeah, the, the attitude, man. So, I mean, they're – Talking a little bit more trash. You got Diggs talking a little bit more. Diggs, you know, talking a little. Oh, I love how Diggs. You know play. what I mean? They, they, I mean, they, they, they What's talking a little bit more. They're taking on, they're taking on that personality. And I mean, no offense to Donovan Wilson. He's a, he's a, you know, he's a player. He's not quite. He's not. He's not on J. Ron Curse's level. What? I just gotta, it is fresh, what it is. fresh. You jumping, boy? Woo! You jumping? No, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I mean, think, think about some of the things that Curse is oh, doing man. right now, man. I mean, he's playing in the, he's, he's, cup, he's, I'm, he's, I'm telling you. No, 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 no. I'm, listen, I'm not even mad at you. I'm not mad at you because he's playing that well. I just, I've yeah. seen Donovan Wilson be a force as, as a playmaker too, though. You know, it's unfortunate. That's, he may get, he yeah, may get pipped. Yeah. We might turn it into pip. You know, yeah. we got a, we got a, a verb on it. He might get wildly pipped. It just may happen, and yeah. I do like curse, but I seen Dono ball, bro. I seen it. Yeah, yeah, he, he can he can ball. He could. I mean, Dono can ball. I mean, he he's a he's a hitter. I just it just feels different, I guess, with curse on the field. Maybe it's because it do. we're winning. May, it do. May, it just it just it just feels different. That's all it is. It just feels like he's a he's a Quinn type of player. He reminds me of. I mean, he's not uh, he's not Cam Chancellor. He's not at all. But what's the What's the word, bro? Uh, out of sight, out of mind. I think that's the case with Donovan yeah. Wilson. Yeah, and that's not a good thing. He's, I, I think that's the case. Out of, he's, yeah, he's, he's out of sight, out of mind. Man. I, don't, I don't know if he's ever going to – I don't think he's going to be on the team next year. Man. I think it's over. What? I, I think it's hey, over. Hey, fre- I'm about, fresh. Yeah. Fresh. 
I'm sorry. Fresh. <laughs> 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 hey. Say it. Say something. Hey. Oh. Hey. Hey. Say hey. something. Say saying, something. Oh, oh. All right, there you go. If if his if his contract is up, well, of course, like they won't cut him. But if his rookie, I don't know if his rookie is up. I'm not sure. It's not up. This is all right. Uh, cool. Then he'll, it's third year. Then he'll be then he'll be on the team. Then he'll he'll be on the team. Man. All right, cool. No, yeah, he gonna be on the team. But, fresh. Come on. I mean, you know, if 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 his, if his contract wasn't up, I mean, they're not good with him. I mean, I'm just saying. He's I'm, lucky. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say this on the on the, on the curse thing. Remember, we yeah. came into this year. Sketchy. We weren't sure about the safety position, but we believed that there was talent there. The one downfall yeah. to if that talent did come together, which we are seeing it come together, KZ, yeah. one-year deal. Hooker, one-year deal. Mm-hmm. Curse, yeah. one-year deal. Exactly, That's a man. lot of one-year deals. So here's the thing, Fresh. Sign yeah. one of them back. Sign one of them. I, Got to. What? Well, I don't know if they're going to do KZ. We'll see. I mean, it depends on how good the deal is. If, he's, if it's a good deal, if it's a good deal, I would do KZ. Tell you something Kurt. about KZ, man, and, and, and put on it. Because, see, yesterday was my day to watch. I had to watch both offense and defense. I had to get in the lab for all yeah. two because of the Monday night football game. KZ is different at free safety than anything we've had yeah, in the last man. couple of years, bro. He plays the roof yeah, so yeah. good. Oh, I love it. I love it. And, yeah. I, and I'm getting juiced like up because, you know, I'm, I like safety. But, man, KZ, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. KZ, KZ's a beast. I think I, I, would, I would try to get cursed. I bet, but the first things first, I would try to get – I would try to get cursed, man. It feels like he's – it feels like you can get a really good deal on him right now because he's – I think you he's can. made so minimal minimal yeah. money, money in his career. I think I think you can come to him with a good deal. You'll take I it. But you get anyways, any, any one of those three dudes. But, yeah, appreciate you, Fresh. All right, man. I'll get back into the lines. I promise you guys. Uh, matter of fact, go ahead. Let me get let me get these um, super chats real quick. Let me get you nine hundred three. You've been holding um, super chat. Thank you, Rika. Moving the chain. See a four ninety nine donation. She says, even when you have a lead, manage the clock and develop good habits. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Mike. Come on, freaky Mike. Get better. Uh, thank you, Swan, for the five dollar super chat donation. Appreciate you. My guy Nick's in the building. All right, nine oh three. What it is? What it do? What do you say, youngster? How are you doing? <laughs> is this the OG David? This is he. <laughs> What's and up, I, I never would have taken that as a nickname, but you guys hung that on me last week, and I really, I'm, I'm gonna wear it like hey, a badge of honor. I appreciate take, it. Yes, gotta I'm, take that with a badge hey, on, brother. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be seventy years old next month. I don't mind saying that because I already told you last week. I've been a Cowboy fan since '63. My first, you know, my first game was in November, right before the president was shot. I saw Jim Brown play with the Cleveland Browns against the Cowboys. So a lot of football. That's how far back I go. <laughs> well, it's back when, before they had plastic seats and the cotton bow and you had those wooden benches. This way before you were born. But you had to be careful when you jump up and down. Because you splinters, you in, splinters your in your butt. Yeah. You sure would. And I said butt and you said ass. But that's okay. I'm, I'm careful <laughs> about what I say on the on the air, I don't hey, want to get bleeped. You're, you're, good, brother. you're not a bleeper. So, hey, you said something earlier, and the reason I enjoy listening to your show, I've, you. I've been watching you more on the phone today than, than on TV because uh, it's just easier to get to you. But anyway, you said something that I would not have even brought up, and to me it is the, the key uh, that we saw. Fortunately, we, we had a blowout Monday night, but the one thing – 
that has reappeared, uh, kind of reared its ugly head twice now, is uh, Max, you know, clock management. And um, somebody said, well, it was we were way ahead at halftime. There's no such thing as being safe at halftime. If you're up 49 to nothing, maybe. But 20 to 7 is not a safe lead at halftime. And he and the Eagles got the ball back, by the way. So that definitely not a safe Well, yeah. Lead. But, I mean, but, but, I mean, if you'll understand, I'm not going to use the P word, but he urinated away a minute and a half, almost two minutes of time when he could have at least driven down and maybe gotten a touchdown because of the way Dak was moving the team, but certainly could have gotten three more. And at that point, that one extra point was scaring me to death that we missed. I mean, I had I had flashbacks to the Bucks game where we missed an extra point and a field goal. And there's no such thing. There's never any such thing as being out of uh, being out, you know, too far ahead at halftime. But yeah. that leads into the other thing I was going to say. You mentioned how the defense is responding to Quinn. Mm-hmm. The offense is for this year for the first time ever. I think. We're we're realizing, and they they may have been there before, but we didn't know it up until this year. And that is the offense really has bought into Kelvin's uh, Kellen, I'm sorry, Kellen. Moore's uh, uh, scheme, and it's it's good in a way because you've got the defense listening to the DC, and you've got the offense listening to the OC. Maybe I'm just wondering what we're going to see out of the co- head coach. Is McCarthy going to get a little jealous like Jimmy did, like Jerry did of Jimmy back in those days? Or is he going to just sit back and let his coordinators run the show? Because I don't know. That's a good question, needs- David. That's a good question because McCarthy came out <laughs> and he, he kind of jokingly said that, hey, I see that our coordinators are getting, our coaches are getting a lot of praise. And I'm paraphrasing, you know, everyone except me, they're dogging on me. So that's that's interesting that you you bring that up. Well, you I, know what? He's he's a big man and he's got big shoulders, and he's he took that at Green Bay. So he should understand if he's got good coordinators under him, that's eventually going to look good yeah, for I, him. I don't. I think and, that was and, a tongue and one, in cheek, bro. I don't. I don't think that he's really right, upset or anything. So, but, I think but you're McCarthy right about supposed to win the Super Bowl. You're right about his clock management skills. He's made two big mistakes so far, and that's a glaring error. I mean, it's just it's just as big as as big as Texas, and that is that he he literally wasted a lot of time, and the the reporters in the, in the the press room don't seem to want to press him. I don't know if it's because of his size that they're afraid of him, you know, because he's not Belichick, he's not bulletproof as far as the way they treat him. They're, you know, he doesn't have a halo over his head. You know, he's he needs to answer these questions, and he's he's blown well clock management and. It's funny. Also, it's funny because I used to not, I used to like him in pressers when he first came on, and I think it was because I, I enjoyed the difference between him and JG. Now it's like McCarthy, just please get out of there, <laughs> just please get in, get out of these pressers because it's bumbling, it's stumbling. Um, I'd rather him just be direct. Well, he, and, yeah, and he's bumbling and bumbling. He doesn't, he doesn't seem to have a, a Quinn. See what what gets oh, me Quinn is, is awesome in pressers. If if McCarthy, if McCarthy goes. We got a big we got a big choice to make because we got two head coaches slow right now in down. waiting. David, 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 let's slow you know, down. We don't want to, we don't want to talk um, about it, the, it, it's, <laughs> it's 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 Doug, brother. Or Doug, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm OG's sorry, Doug. Fine. That's okay. I don't OG, care we just gonna stick to OG. Or what, 
I, OG's fine. Y'all gave me that name. I'm I'm proud to have it. I'm I'm just saying, and I realize I'm getting too far ahead because yeah. nobody's talking about getting rid of McCarthy. But I'm saying, just think about it. Your OC, your DC, are both. You know, everybody's talking right now about Kellen Moore's going to be gone next year. You know, and are we ready to lose him? And who do we have to take his place? You know, Dan Quinn, I don't think got a fair deal in Atlanta. Um, you know, he went to a Super Bowl. They blew the lead, but that's again why I don't think I don't think Quinn would have sat. I, I, I got you, Doug. I, got, I, I hear what you're saying, but I don't want to get too depth. far down. I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole of of uh, possible head coaches switchings and things like that. We talked well, about that it, briefly before. Like we we talked about it before, but but I, let's. Let's kind of bring it back to to what's happening right now and moving forward. Um, well, and I didn't I didn't hear you talking about it before. I must have I must have had to take the dog out. But but the uh, the main thing is that you we have depth all over the field now. Um, I Philippe and I were in a, a little bit of a discussion on on your board a while ago about you know putting McGovern in to replace Williams because Williams had what three uh, at least three penalties on him the other night. And McGovern, we haven't really seen what – well, we have seen what he can do as a starter. And I'm still one of the ones that if, if LC is going gonna, is gonna to start being unreliable, we need to think about, you know, Terrence Steele came out of nowhere. I mean, I don't know what people consider if, if he is really a, a bona fide starter now or if he's just a, a, a fill-in. But you still got Zach – it's the best lineman I think on the team, and he could he could go out to right tackle, and LC or Steele or Brandon Knight or even McGovern could move into that right guard spot. So there's lots of potentials. Listen, you you put up with me long enough. I'm going to keep listening. Uh, I just thank you for for being respectful of us old folks because we love what you guys are talking about. And like I said last week, you know. You youngsters got it going on, and I'm going to keep on listening because I love the Cowboys. So y'all have a great day. Thank you, sir. You have a good good day as well. Appreciate the call. A lot to unpack in that one. Um, I was looking to the chat as as we were talking here. <laughs> yeah, Nick, he says, I understand the move on from Mike talk that started last week. I think it's because the, the media brought up something, and then Coach McCarthy said, yeah, I think uh, Kellen could be a head coach somewhere. And then, you know, that anything Cowboys becomes a bit of a storyline, but I didn't expect it to continue. I understand he's my, he is struggling with game management, um, but let's talk about how he can get better. Let's talk about what's happening. I don't want to, it's week three. I don't want to talk about, I don't want to go too far in about replacements because then you're, you're, you're kind of, there's a lot to pack in in these first three weeks of football. I don't want to get into all that. Let's save that till later. Um, Lamone, if, if you're saying it right, a lemon highlight says, I don't see the problem y'all seeing with McCarthy. I call if you can, if you want to call in Lamone highlights, because I would love to hear a, 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 a thorough explanation on, on what that you're not seeing what we're seeing in regards to management. Um, th- again, it's mostly the management It's it, with McCarthy for me. It's not getting his team ready to play. It's not his relationships with the players or Dak or whatever. Everyone loves McCarthy. The players love him. I, I question his management. That is, I believe, absolutely fair to do so after the last two weeks. And decision-making, too, by the way. 
Because remember, it ain't just management. It's the fourth and 20 block stuff. It's to kick the 60-yard field goal against the Bucks. Like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? And it's the manage, game management at the end of halves and end of games. That That's legitimate, legitimate issues in my opinion. So I would love for you to call in and, and kind of, uh, kind of, you know, talk about it. All right, look. I do want to talk about some guys that are playing well and their stock is rising. And one of the first guys that I'm going to bring up is Osa Odigizua. Osa, if you go back and watch my rating, the draft, I did a, a series. I talked about these rookies. And, yes, I have Osa, I have Steele. You're probably like, Micah, what do you mean the stock is already up? Well, it's going up even more. The dude is just continuing to ball the hell out. Um, Osa, I always thought he had the potential to take somebody's spot. I didn't know it would be because of injury. <laughs> I just thought that he had a unique set of skills, right, as my guy would say in uh, taking. He had a unique set of skills that this Cowboys team hasn't really seen. My guy last year talk, or last yesterday talked about maybe a, a Leroy Glover, right, uh, Jay Ratliff. You know, that kind of undersized but strong, stout, plays with leverage, quick. Osa has all, he's a five-tool player. He just has to put it all together, and, and he's already playing phenomenally. And he had a, a sack and a half and four pressures against the Eagles, and that doesn't even begin to show everything that he did. I'll bring up, I believe I can. Let me see if it comes up here. Yeah, I'll bring up some of his highlights from that game. I, his motor just goes and goes and goes. You can't take a playoff with Osa. You can't. And how did you? How could you not get excited about this play right here when he wrapped up? Like I said, I scared one of the, the cheerleaders over at Texas Live with this cat, man. Osa Digizua, he just, he plays above his means. He plays above his experience his age look at that quickness i know he didn't make the sack here but between him and parsons i always talk about the stunts i love those two guys on the same side performing stunts together between him and parsons sugaring the a gaps with number 11 or or pressuring that center and guard there's a lot of teams that are not going to be able to handle him now they played a lot of interesting fronts and they move osa out that defensive end. And I think that was to compensate for the lack of, in my opinion, depth. The lack of depth. So so Dan Quinn had to get in his bag, right? Like he had to get in his bag. And boy, did he get in his bag. I said this coming into the year. I don't really like him playing that five technique type of style. He He's not a, a rush end. He's just going to have to try to beat you with pure power. But you got to do what you got to do. Right? Like, you got to do what you got to do with Osa. And I think he played it well enough. Uh, but inside, he's, he's an absolute terror. And uh, I look forward to seeing him staying on the field with Neville Gallimore. Another cat. Mr. Still Your Girl. My guy. My cuz. He, he, he bumped up, remember? Second cousin. I think he's supplanted himself as second cut after week one or week two. I had to put him at first, sit at the big boy table, things like that. But he's, he's my second cousin right now. He has a chance to become my cousin. Cause first cause good to go. These next three weeks or two weeks, however long Lyle's out. 
But let me tell you something about him. I went back and watched him intently uh, against the Eagles because I, I just wanted to see how he performed. Didn't call his name much. Wrote some notes down. I like what I saw from Terrence Steele. You can, and I wrote this on Twitter as well. You can see the confidence. You can see that he trusts himself a hell of a lot more. And that comes with what, guys? That comes with experience. That comes with development. That's that's natural, right? But it's good to see Steele do that because he was not playing that way last year. We talked about him getting beat early and that, that affected his confidence later. And he already wasn't a good player last year. But he's put in the work. He's put in the work, and he has become a better player. Now, I'm not going to the extent of him being a starter over Lyle Collins. I think that's silly because there's still a lot of things he has to you know, get better at, and Lyle is just so much better. Lyle Collins is a Pro Bowl right tackle. Let's, let's slow down on that whole weird situation. But I really like what I see from Terrence Steele. I like how he fires out in the run game, and he just pretty much owned Milton Williams, y'all. <laughs> I'm for real. Every time I seen him mash up on Milton Williams, it was a W. Every time. I talked about him trusting his eyes more. You see him kind of peek. I think this might be one of, one of the possessions. No, this isn't. You can see him kind of understand his surroundings better. Now, he did get fooled, or if, I don't even want to call it fooled. He did make the wrong decision on one of the blitzes, uh, resulted in a sack on Dak Prescott. It, it wasn't. He didn't get credited for the sack because it was a blitz, but he could have made a better read. Nonetheless, I love how he fires out in the run game. Sometimes he fires out too fast. He has to he has to become under control a little bit more when he gets in space. And speaking of space, he still struggles with space to speed. I think he's better. What I mean by space to speed and space to power, I think he's better with space to power. Because he's setting better. He's anchoring a little bit better. But sweat got to him a little bit. Not a lot. Just a little bit. When he was in that wide nine technique. And he had a lot of space to work with on Terrence Steele. And he didn't get that hand action moving. But if he didn't have a plan. Steele pretty much stymied him. He pretty much stymied him. So I like what I'm seeing from Terrence Steele. You should like what you're seeing from Terrence Steele. Again, he's a he's a serviceable backup now. Well, so far, at least two games into 2020, which or 2021, which let's be real for me. I'm not going to lie to you here. I'm shocked because I seen him play in the preseason. Y'all, he was not good. <laughs> he was not good. I don't think he was ready for this opportunity. And Big Duke talked about him, uh, him being a better player, putting in the work. He still obviously received some help against Osa. I'm sorry, against uh, Bosa, Osa Bosa. And this week coming up against the Panthers, there's a there's a certain player on the Panthers that is really damn good pass rusher that they may need to also keep an eye on him. They may need, may need to keep an eye on Steele. But if you don't have that kind of, of pass rusher, yesterday should give, give you some confidence that Steele can at least be on the island sometimes against a Ryan Kerrigan type of guy. Right, Ryan Kerrigan's done, by the way, y'all. <laughs> He's done. Uh, it's official. He's pretty much a, a third or fourth, fifth type of defensive end. I'll give you if he can give you seven to ten snaps of hard play, you're good. But still, pretty much handled him as well. How crazy is that? 
We're talking about still handling people. I see you, cuz. And then Micah Parsons. I mean, I know, y'all. This might be cheating because it is Micah. But I can't speak enough about how he is playing in this league early on. You just can't. The ability on one play to be a defensive end and then on the next play be in coverage and play well in coverage. I didn't include the play, but I'm going to talk to you about it. By the way, that that's why I love him as a spy type of guy. You're not running away from Mike Parts. But there was a play where he was a rush and he rushed the passer. It was uh, Eagles were backed up in their own end zone. And then the very next play, Micah drops back in coverage, mirrors Zach Ertz. He covered two players in one play. Mirrors Zach Ertz, sees Jalen Hurts scramble, so he pursues Jalen Hurts. Then he feels or he sees Devontae Smith coming behind him, so he peels back and he covers Devontae Smith. That The way he did it and how smooth he did it and the sequence of plays in, in the way he did it is not normal. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I'm going to get ahead of myself. I'd argue to find a front seven player that versatile right now. I mean, and, and I know you could bring up maybe a Jamal Adams, but I, he's a safety. He gets compared a lot to Von Miller, but Von Miller ain't dropping back like that and doing that. Obviously, he's not the pass rusher of Von Miller. But the versatility in Micah Parsons is just so... It's, bo- it's No, no, I'll say it. It's elite. The versatility is elite. Is he an elite player yet? No. But the fact that he can do a multitude of things at a high level... My guy Vach said it greatly. He said, you can't really call him a Swiss Army Knife because a Swiss Army Knife does a, 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 a bunch of things at an adequate level. Micah does a bunch of things at a high level. It's ridiculous, man. He's ridiculous, and I don't think you need to struggle about, hey, where are we going to put Micah Parsons? What, what are we going to do with Micah Parsons? No, I don't, don't struggle with it. Just continue to utilize him game to game in the manner that you need to, and you will be fine. NME says Micah is what Isaiah Simmons wish he was. No cap. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, I don't think you're lying for real. I mean, that's what they wanted Isaiah Simmons to be, right? Hey, he can play some, he can rush the passer, he can play middle linebacker, he can drive back in coverage. I, I haven't watched Isaiah. I'd imagine he's better this year. They're 3-0. I don't know. So I'm not going to go on that, jump that leap. But that's year two for Isaiah. This is year one. For Micah, he has one game playing the linebacker position, the position he was drafted to do. And by the way, y'all, Dan Quinn did not slam the door shut on Micah Parsons being a pass, um, being a uh, linebacker full time, or 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 de. He didn't say that. Hey, he's going to stay here at defense, and the linebacker thing is done. Nope. And I love that. Don't don't pigeonhole this man, and don't just put him down as a pass rusher because. This wasn't even a move he was expected to do. It only happened because of all these injuries. So he doesn't have a full offseason of, of, of practicing as a DE, 
practicing on rush moves. He played a ton of linebacker, and he did work with the rush guys, right, in practice. But his whole mindset, his whole mind frame is, hey, man, I got to be the best linebacker to be on this team, and when they need me to rush the passer, passer, I'll rush the passer. I'll rush the passer. All right, so those are my guys that I have at stock up. And I know, like I said, Mike may be a little bit cheating, but I don't care. I don't care. I, I think if he keeps doing this, he may. I don't know if he'll win defensive rookie of the year if he doesn't have all these crazy stats, but he'll be the most important defensive rookie of the year, in my opinion. Uh, Choctaw says, Parsons is not a true DE, but he can rush the passer. Yeah, that, that's always been the case, right? Like I like him rushing from the middle. Did y'all see some of the alignments? I put it on Twitter. They had, they, and they copied it from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, by the way. They had Oso on one end, Basham on the other end. Basham? Yeah, Oso on one end, Basham on the other end. Micah Parsons, Jalen Smith, and Randy Gregory in the middle of those guys. Standing up. It, it, it's And he did that a lot. He Dan Quinn's in his duffel bag. I, Dan Quinn is in his duffel bag, and I'm trying to be cool, calm, and collected. I'm, I'm loving what I'm seeing from Dan. I put on Twitter, I don't know the last time that I felt this good about a defensive coordinator. And what popped in my head, y'all can help me out, Wade Phillips? It's over a decade ago. I felt good about Wade. I, I love the 07, the 09 defenses. I did. And Wade was notorious for having great defenses. But when's the last time you felt good about a defensive coordinator? I didn't feel good about no Rob Ryan. Like, Rod Marinelli, I, I, I respect it, but did I feel good? Did I feel like I'm going into this game? Like, yo, man, we're going to get after it. We go, we're going to get these interceptions. We're going to get these turnovers. They're going to put a ton of pressure, these, these blitz packages, these cool alignments. No. You went into that game doing what? Hoping and praying, living on that hope creed that this little dink and dunk, Bimba don't break, they don't get broke, and they don't get ran over. Dallas held their running backs in Philly to two rushes. Come on, dog. DQ, please don't go nowhere, brother. Please don't. And I digress, and I'll get back to the phone lines. 803, I think this is, who this? Freight Train? Hey, man, what's what, up, fellas? What's going on, Freight Train? Hey, man, I'm excited. You know why? Because... We remember the spark that Donovan Wilson came out with last year. Yeah. You know, that intensity. I love the fact it's a perfect storm for the safeties and everything for when he starts to get acclimated back in, the defense actually rolls up to his intensity. Because he was we was looking like, Whoa, you remember we 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 remember seeing uh Thompson on the field and everything. We're like, Oh Lord, you know, <laughs> he did the best That's he true. could. I, I think our team, I, this is the perfect storm for our team because, see, nobody's still giving us credit for anything, and I love it. Don't, 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 don't give us no credit. We, we just going to, let's take the, don't, don't, don't. Let me, uh, let me say, let me say something real quick. You down in the Carolinas, right? You down in the Carolinas, right, Freight Train? Yes, sir. Talk to me. You know what I find hilarious, brother? They not, giving, they not giving Dallas an iota of credit, in my opinion. But they're yep. talking, about, and this is not a joke. I, I was watching Get Up. I respect Rob Ninkovich. I respect some of these other analysts. He had the audacity, the unmitigated gall to say that Samuel Darnold 
is an MVP candidate. These analysts have the audacity, the unmitigated gall to rate this Panthers team, not disrespecting them because we're going to talk about them here in a quick second, briefly, as this, hey, they're 3-0, they're, they're great. Dog, they played the Texans and the Jets and Jameis Winston. Slow down because when we beat up on bad teams a few years ago, what did they say? Ah, uh, well, they played the, the, the Redskins at the time. They played the, the, the uh, Dolphins and they played the Giants. What are we doing? Why is it when the Cowboys beat certain teams, it's all, well, they beat this team, right? Remember, the Eagles were almighty Eagles after week one. Now, ah, well, the Eagles are dumpster fire. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Beat the Chargers? Ah, Chargers beat themselves. Chargers go beat the Chiefs? Oh, the Chargers are a legitimate team. It's so weird. I don't understand it. The Cowboys, without a doubt, should be in that tier of, Teams you really don't want to play when they get right. So, but anyway, my bad for hijacking. Go ahead, brother. No, you good. The main thing is, you know, even though, even though, uh, you know, Stephen A. had to, he had to give up some props. He was like, you know, well, you know, look, Dallas is doing this. I mean, see, I told people, trust your eyes. If it is, if it is what you see, it is what you see. Trust your eyes, game by game. I think thing it's about adaptability, quarter by quarter. And they, Dan Quinn is doing that. I mean, Kellen Moore, I love the fact that when we can start going up and with a, playing with a leader after the first quarter, man. I mean, that just changes everything. Two games in a row. And I love I, – I I'm going to give you one, one last thing I'm going to say. I just love the fact that we're just going to go in and put our foot on people's neck now, and we ain't even got started. Look what's going to happen. We're doing this in September. When December gets here, and we got and we and we clicking on all cylinders. Oh man, it's gonna be beautiful, man. Look here, we gonna handle business game by game. Don't give us no credit. We just gonna come and kick the dough in and take it. I'm, I'm out, man. Have a good day. Appreciate you, brother. I'm with it. Eight oh four. What it is? What it do? What's up, Skywalker? What's going on, man? This CJ for Facebook, man. I've been following you. Hey. Since. Thank you, man. Appreciate you calling in. I love it, man. Hey, man, you can't be more hype about the Cowboys than I am, man. Hey, <laughs> I'll be hype. Hey, you be, you saw me at uh, Texas High. Oh man, I watch it every time, every game, man. <laughs> I love it, man. Man, you be hype as ever. Yeah. But um, Schultz, Dalton Schultz, that stock has went up on him. I'm glad you brought him. Yesterday, yeah, I did, yesterday I featured him, but I'm glad I was waiting for somebody else to bring him up again because I got he growing on me, man. I I really love Dalton Schultz fit on his team. Man, two touchdowns the last game. Yeah. And, and the defense don't have nothing to do with him. I mean, they sleeping on him the whole time. Because they have that, that's the beauty of this position, and it's why I I I talked about. Yeah, they're not going to put up gaudy numbers because they're normally the fourth, fifth, sixth option. But teams can't really pay attention to them. They can't. It's not possible. No. There's too many other weapons. Oh. Therefore, they'll be a byproduct of the offense, and they'll be productive. Top five. Du- they're going to be a top five productive duo in this league this year. Every time. Every time. And one thing about McCarthy. I know how you feel about McCarthy, but – the only thing I could think of him not calling a timeout on that half was injuries. He wanted to prevent that. That's the only thing I could think of. 
You better not come out and say that. <laughs> <laughs> you better not come out to me. All right, man. I ain't gonna hold you up, man. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate you. I love you so, man. Keep doing it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm on it every day. You see me in the chat, Facebook, yes, man. You know I'm here, man. Keep doing it. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I wish Mike McCarthy would come out and say something like that. <laughs> All right, brother. Um, somebody said something here I want to get to. Uh, Mr.'s, I can't even pronounce it. It says, now we, have, we finally have quality depth on the roster. I think the depth was questioned coming in, but you're right. We're, we're seeing these guys play up to, to their uh, capabilities, and, capabilities, and I think it has to do with coaching on both sides of the ball. I think Quinn is obviously elevating these guys, and I think that Kellen Moore and Joe Philbin. Can we give credit to Joe real quick in regards to Terrence Steele? Gotta give credit to Joe for that. We're about to see how how how, uh, how big the leash is for certain guys like Connor Williams and Theodish, but um, I gotta give credit to Joe again this year. Felipe says Schultz is getting his blocking assignments done. Indeed, indeed. Oscar last year was the best thing that could have happened to Dalton Schultz in 2020. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cooper Rush and Schultz are twins. <laughs> All right, let's get, we're going to get my guy Montana in here, and then we are going to briefly go over some of the top storylines going into the game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What's up, Montana? What's up with you, Scott? Not much, brother. Not much, not much. I'm just trying to figure out when did the Chargers become elite? We're legit, but the Cowboys is not. Oh, oh yeah. Well, ever since the Chargers beat the Chiefs, right now they're this amazing, great team. But when the Cowboys beat the Chargers, they were it was a oh well the Chargers gave them the game. Man, it's it's <laughs> Dallas literally can't game. win, man. Man, hey man, I don't know what game they was looking at that week, but I'm telling you, man, every week since you know the Bucks. If Dallas can minimize their miscues, they're blowing out any team they face. I mean, inferior teams, absolutely. I mean, you're, it's the NFL, right? When you go up against good teams, it's going to be good games. Tampa Bay, right? I think I always say the same three teams because I don't have the schedule in front of me. But I look at Tampa, I look at Arizona, I look at um, KC as teams that it's going to be a good game. Like these, these are good teams. But that's what I want to see, right? Other than that, again, we're about to talk about the Panthers. I'm, I'm going to respect them, but I, the same, I'm going to say the same thing I said about Philly. They have not ran into this kind of team yet. Nope. <laughs> so uh, they haven't ran into it. So I don't have anything on tape for me to be like, well, they did this against this style of offense or defense, so I fear them or whatever. I, this Panthers game is a winnable game. I think it's a winnable game by twenty. Listen, brother. I mean, I, I I'm not gonna go too far, but yeah, I mean, they they can win. I mean, I don't I don't do the whole. I don't know. We'll see. I haven't watched them enough yet to to do that to to say how much they're gonna win by. But I obviously think they can beat the temp or the uh, I mean, Panthers. I watched every last game. You know, um, my wife's brother is a Panthers fan. We got a wager. Mm. I told him I was like, look, bro, you know. I watch your quarterback that you have now since he's been drafted. I don't care about him looking good against the Texans. I don't care about him looking good against uh, 
the Saints team that was missing like half their defense. Man, I, um, I, and, and I don't. I mean, listen. I hey, hat tip to them beating the the Saints, I guess. But but Jameis Winston is y'all know Jameis Winston has less than four hundred total. He has three hundred and something passing yards on the year. I think the what's happening is they beat the Packers, the breaks off the Packers in week one. Let me ask y'all for those that may say, well, they beat the Packers. Let me ask you a question real quick. What's more likely to happen? The Packers look like they looked on week one, or the Saints to look like what they looked in week one? I think we're seeing the answer, right? Like, I said this at the beginning of the year in week one. I said, week one is a game where teams can come out here and just and pop you in the mouth. That's why I always believe the Cowboys and the Bucks game, people calling it a blowout. Like, what are you talking about? It's week one. This is a, two, right. it's a completely different team. Dallas can come out here and pop them in the mouth. And they did that. Right. Ever right. since right. that Packers game, the Saints have looked awful, in my opinion. Awful. Jameis Winston awful. looks like 30-30 Jameis Winston. You know, I do respect the right. Panthers' pass rush, and we'll talk about that. I respect their pass rush, but I mean, I, the, the, Jameis Winston, the Jets, the Texans <laughs> with their backup, I think. Give me a break. Right. And, Sam Darnold, MV, give me a break. What are we doing? What are we doing? Right, right, right. I don't know, man. I, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, why is it every time Dallas win or do something great, well, they know. get this credit? You know. Oh, you know. Not right, right. Well, that's all I got, Scott, man. Appreciate you for having me on, brother. Yeah, no problem. Already. Let's get to 972. What it is, what it do? What up, Skywalker? It's Carlos from Dallas. How What's you? going on, Good Carl? morning. How you been? I'm great, uh, man. I'm great. Doing good, doing good. Uh, thank, thank God we actually got the win Monday without that clock management. Lord Jesus, I don't know what Mike McCarthy was doing. Well, that, that, I didn't think that was going to cost Dallas. This is more of like Jesse said, hey, is this going to creep up later in the year, right? You don't want yeah, that to creep up exactly. later in the year. Yep. And I'll just leave you these two things, and I'll leave you off at the morning. Uh, sure. First is uh, Sam Darnold. Uh, he's not an elite quarterback, but he is a good game manager when he's comfortable. Basically, Fair. if we do not make him uncomfortable with it outside the pocket or anything, he will throw that ball and he will, you know, throw it to the open man. However, what has the Cowboys been able to do this past few weeks? Pressure. He does not do well under pressure. And I don't know if you saw that clip. He will see ghosts. He will give you one mistake. You're talking about a couple so years ago when he, when, he, when, he, when he was on the sideline and said, I'm seeing ghosts out there? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And NFL he, and did him wrong. He, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so he he will do that. He will um break down under blitzing. Uh, so we just gotta watch out for that. See how Dan Quinn is gonna attack Sam Darnold just to make him uncomfortable. And this is the worst overrated three O team because, like you said, they haven't faced a team like us. Meaning, every time they gotta step on the field, they have to execute. Because Dak Prescott, that's what he does, and he's a lead at it. He executes the plays. You cannot tell me that Dak – when I watch Dak, I see – I'm not trying to call him, like, the greatest quarterback or Hall of Famer, but you can see similarities when Peyton and Dak t- takes the field. When who? Before, you know, Peyton Manning when, when I was a kid. Oh, interesting. When he used to come, Most people say Tom Brady, but you think Peyton. Yeah, because uh, when I was a kid, I used to, used to see Peyton Manning come up to the line, 
see everything, call him a haw, uh, you know, shoot, see the linebacker who's going to be blitzing, who's going to be one-on-one. And that does back to perfection. Every time he comes to the line, he looks to his left and right and see which one of his receivers is going to be open or if it's the middle going to be open. Dak knows exactly what type of good pickups and everything. And that's just by practice and determination, you know, knowing what type of defenses there are. So I really do see Dak Prescott being a top five QB just for that reason. He's really, really good at reading defenses. Yeah, he's and my got... last thing is go ahead. go ahead. No, no, no. I go ahead. Now I'll answer I'll talk about that after after the call. Okay, and then uh for my last thing is C D and Cooper, man, their stock has to be up. I mean, if you double C D, you're gonna get Cooper. If you double Cooper, you're gonna get C D. And lately C D has been seeing a lot of one on ones or mismatches, so that's why they they've been targeting him a lot a lot. But um, I really do feel like Cooper's going to have a big game because lately I think teams are starting to pick up that, oh, okay, is going to be primary number one, Cooper's going to be number two. But as soon as they do that, Cooper's going to, man. Well, see, no I, haven't, I, I, haven't, I haven't studied their defense uh, intently yet to, to say, you know, who's going to do what. So I can't really tell you that or not. Like last week I knew that Cooper and CeeDee Lamb weren't going to get off based on the way they played their defense. And and one of the passes that uh, one of the looks that Dak got was that big bomb to Ceedee Lamb. He said after that they never saw that look again, and that's because that's how they play. Um, I, the Panthers, from from just the brief things that I've seen, they don't play that way. They're way more aggressive, uh, and so Dak will have opportunities against that blitz. Um, but yeah, I, I'll report back tomorrow or Friday. I'm not sure which which side of the ball I'm going to do, and I'll let you know if if Coop or Lamb are going to be those guys against this kind of defense, but. The last two weeks, they never really got a chance to get going due to the way they played it. But that's okay because the Cowboys can beat you in a different way. And that's the beauty of this offense. Exactly. Exactly. And last thing, um, Parsons has really elevated this linebacking core because, like, man, you you know those those players that go inside that locker room that just, now we're going to do our job today. We're going to, you know, have some people up. We're going to hit them right in the mouth. That's Parsons' attitude. Like, he has elevated everyone in that room. And I don't know if this is, you know, this is me hopeful thinking. You know, the only coincide with the ball that I would like for Dallas to finally put together, have a full defense is that safety position. So hopefully Dallas are looking at that position this year, finally get like a whoa, superstar. Wait, 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 wait. You don't, you're not impressed with the safety position this year? No, I am. I am. But, like, I'm talking about, like, a true true superstar you know like oh well i mean those are few and far between hey hey name me five superstar safeties right now go Ooh, dang exactly those those are those are few and far in between superstar safeties i'm not no let's let's slow down let's just look for good safety play we we went from bad safety play for the last two decades and we've gotten some really good safety play right now man you should be excited about that Oh, I'm excited. I just hope we don't lose them because, like you said, our, hopefully Jerry Jones actually signs the players actually going to be signed because, man, like I said, our our, our cap, our, I don't know how our cap is looking. I'll let you, you know, talk about that and everything. Right. But, yeah, it's keeping some of these players are going to be key. So, that's all. All I'm right, my Appreciate you, man. All right, all right let's kind of move, move – we'll move towards uh, some of the storylines. And, again, this is just the storylines coming into this game not 
the film breakdown. We'll do that tomorrow. Not the matchups and things. Uh, no, I guess we could talk a little bit about matchups. Um, but just some of the storylines coming into this game that we want to talk about uh, against the Carolina Panthers. And let, and let me make this clear because I don't want I don't want the bravadoness, the, the confidence I have in this game to be mistaken for I'm overlooking. I you know me week to week, and we will dive into this matchup intently over the next two days. But this is a week to week league to me, and this week get the Panthers team. My bad, I didn't mean to go to that one. <laughs> but here are the storylines to watch. And at the top of the list, as a Cowboy fan, and really those who were on this team back in 2019, maybe the most embarrassing loss in the Dak Prescott era. I understand there was circumstances that you know allowed that to happen. Two tackles are out, two receivers are out. It was it was a rough go about it. They lost to the Jets. And Sam Darnold diced him up in the first two and a half quarters. Now, that was a Jeff Heath secondary. That was a um, Wuzier, Xavier Woods, those guys. But for me as a fan, maybe the most embarrassing loss in the Dak Prescott era. I can't really think of another one. I know, matter of fact, they got shut out against the Colts, but at least that was a good team. So, the revenge factor against Samuel Darnold. I don't even know how you say his name, but Sam Darnold. Uh, the other storyline to watch is that Christian McCaffrey is out. And I, see, there's some things happening in this game that, that's not that the, that the Saints and that the Panthers game didn't have to deal with. McCaffrey out is massive. It's massive. Chuba Howard or Chuba Howard or however you say his name. You know, promising young guy, but he's no Christian McCaffrey. And one of the games I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch the Saints game, obviously, because that's their best victory. And then I'm going to watch the Texans game once McCaffrey went out to see how they adjusted. Again, the Texans are the Texans, but it is what it is. So I want to see how they handled themselves in the film. But I think the number one thing to watch in this game is containing their pass rush. They have the most sacks coming into week four, I believe, with 14. And they get them from a multitude of different people. But their number one guy, who I met when he was a free agent, I was low-key like, man, I might look at this guy. He's pretty versatile, too, is uh, Reddick, Hassan Reddick. Shout out to Hassan Reddick from, not from PA. I don't, maybe he is from PA, but went to Temple. Hassan Reddick against Terrence Steele is one of those matchups when they decide to send him that Zach Martin's going to have to keep an eye on. You could tell Zach was confident in Terrence Steele, by the way, because when when uh, Kerrigan was lined up against him, when Sweat was lined up against him, Sweat, sometimes he peeked over. But Kerrigan, he was like, oh, you got that big fella. <laughs> you got that big fella. But Hassan Reddick is real as a rusher. Very versatile guy, too. So uh, contain that pass rush. And then C.J. Henderson. Is he going to be, you know, first week if he's allowed? I don't know if the, the COVID rules, if he's allowed to play this week. But if he does play, is he going to help mitigate the loss of J.C. Horn? They're going to have no J.C. Horn. They're going to have no Christian McCaffrey. Those are two major losses. I can't express it enough. Montana said Chubber Howard's def- decent. He's no Christian McCaffrey. 
He's no Christian McCaffrey. The Cowboys' run defense has been pretty dang good, even with these guys out. So you mean to tell me you're losing one of the most, one of the best players in the National Football League, and 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 with a line that's, eh, eh, they aight. I mean, they ain't. I don't, they ain't, they aight. That's all I'm saying. We should be familiar with the left tackle. Cam Irving is your left tackle. He's been Cam Irving. Not bad. Not great. Can be beat. Now, the right tackle is pretty decent. I think they just extended him not too long ago. Uh, but the the matchup is there, especially with the way that this pass rush is developing pressure on quarterbacks. It's, it's there. Now, Sam Darnold, he, he can move a little bit, but he's not Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts could have legitimately been sacked four or five times. Four or five times. So, yeah, so those are the storylines to watch, in my opinion. Chris Davis says, you just don't draft all these defensive players just to leave after one year not happening. Not sure what you mean on that one, buddy. TC lists a lot of some of my favorite safeties here. Uh, Buddha, Minka, Jamal, Justin, Darwin, Derwin James, Tyron Matthew, Johnson III. Are you saying these are the superstar safeties? I think that's. I think we had asked to name five. I'm not saying name five good safeties. There's good safeties. A few of those guys are good safeties. Uh, a very few of those guys are superstars. I think um, Tyran, I think you have to put him there as superstar. Justin Simmons, I love Justin Simmons. Man. I think he's underrated. Minka's struggling big, big time this year. Um, I struggle to put him in that in that tier. Previous year when he got traded, it was great. Last year he was it was decent. This year he's not playing well at all. But um, I think that Minka would be below a lot of these guys here. I love Buddha. I love Dur- Derwin. Johnson the third is interesting because last year he kind of came on the map. I haven't really been following him this year. But if he's playing that well, great. Uh, Jamal Adams is is probably a superstar by name. But I got to admit, I, I love Jamal Adams' game. I just view this dude more as a, as a as a box guy in the sense because of how they are using Jamal Adams. Can Jamal Adams play back? Probably if they if they decided to. But he's more of like a linebacker now in his career, and I think he's embracing that role. And I got to give it to him. You know, take it full head full head of steam and run with it. Run with it. All right, let's get, I believe, 757. 757, what it is, what it do. Yo, what's up, man? What's up? I ain't nothing, man. I just saw Tony, man, from Tampa, man. What's up, Tony, from Tampa? Uh, I just want to let you know, man, I, I'm doing all right, man. I'm driving my truck right now listening to you, man. Oh, thank you, man. Be you safe. know, I got to put you on when you on, man. Appreciate that. Uh, I've been I've been a Cowboy fan since Tony Dorsett, Tutal Jones, and Danny White and them, man. And uh, right now, man, what I see with my eyes is I don't think nobody in the league can stop us, man. I don't think if we get that 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 defense, there's a couple weaknesses that I see. But if we can if we can correct them weaknesses, man, I don't think there's oh, no team. I think this our year, man. This our year, man. <laughs> This side, if you a cowboy fan, you got if you watching with your eyes, man, we we one of the best teams in the league right now. Man. I agree with that. I, I mean, if you really see it, you know, 
And uh, I, the offense, man, offense, I love it, man. I would like to see Conor McGovern take a shot at center, right? Uh, you know, because I think he was the one that handled uh, Aaron Donald in that in that scrimmage, right? Wasn't he the one that handled him in the scrimmage? Connor Williams, yeah. Connor Williams, for whatever reason, I don't know if he's Aaron Donald's kryptonite or what, but he definitely somehow, some way, pays up to Aaron Donald when he sees him. Oh, it was Connor Williams. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was Connor Williams. I thought it was Connor McGovern. Nah, it wasn't Connor McGovern. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I would like to see him take a shot uh, at center. That's the only weakness I really see. It's silly because you when you drafted Biotish, in my head, I'm like, okay, I guess this Connor Williams just can't, or Connor McGovern just can't play center. Because <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. When they drafted Connor McGovern, all these damn Connors, Connor McGovern uh-huh. in 2000, and I want to say y'all 19, I was kind of looking at him as a possible uh, Frederick replacement. Remember, I think that's when the yeah, whole uh, yeah. situation happened with. His back or that disease, not his back, but with that disease. So I'm like, you know, that could be a possible replacement. He he literally played a full season at center, and then they just completely abandoned it and tried yeah. Connor Williams out. So I, you know, I'm confused at that. Uh, but I, I I ain't gonna lie, man. I see a lot of favoritism going on because there's a lot of because they veterans. But I'm gonna tell you, man, Jalen Smith, man, he, you know, everybody saying that he looked good. But if you really look, man, like a lot of control, like uh, the year that him and LVE uh, turned up, man, he looked good, man. He was trying to get that contract. But it seemed like ever since he got that money, man, it seemed like he always out of like, like out of place. Like even when he was calling the plays, uh, you know, Monday night, it seemed like they was getting confused a little bit sometimes on, on a couple drives when he was calling the plays. And a lot of times that he run, it looked like, you know, everybody say he, he did a good job, but it looked like he was, you know what I'm saying, like scrambling to try to keep up with people. Like he's running out of control. Let me let me, let me let me tell you something about, about Jalen. It's kind of funny. Um, the way he ran, I, I looked over to Jesse, and I was like, man, J- Jalen run, he runs strong, right? And then I saw Philip Tanner say the same thing on Twitter. He definitely – has has to get real. He has to like get giddy up and go. Um, so yeah, Jalen Jalen Smith runs interesting. He and a lot of people keep saying he's playing great. Jalen Smith is not playing great. Jalen Smith is is playing good enough. Uh, he's playing good enough. LVE is playing uh, good. They're not they're not overall liabilities right get in now. There, man. So I'll, I'll take it. See you, Mauricio. <laughs> Well, go ahead, yeah, bro. I like to see Cox get in there, man. I like to see Cox get in there, man. Uh, give him a shot, man. Like the young boys, man, get right a shot. Anthony Brown, man, we had years of watching Anthony Brown, man. I mean, he made a good interception, but you know what I'm saying? Like, if yeah. that pass was ahead of dude, man, he would have caught that. Listen, you I'm, know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, like, no, 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 no. Uh, I thought, I thought that too. I did think that as well. But Anthony Brown was in his hip pocket that whole time. It was good coverage. Here's my thing. It's not happening. They're not They're not going to play the, the young guys yet. So all you can do is hope that Anthony Brown can build on this good game. Yeah. Man, that's the only weaknesses I see, man. Uh, I appreciate your show, man. I listen to you. I'm listening to you in the truck right now. You know what I mean? I'm going to South Florida, so it's, 
it hey, keeps cutting safe, out. Man. But, uh, man, I appreciate you, man. Keep doing your thing. Thank you, man. Drive safe, brother. No problem at all. Um, Steve, oh, my bad. Don't y'all hear that? Stephen White says, without studying this game, I'm thinking 35-10 boys. Wow, that's uh, <laughs> that's bold. Without studying the game, that's pretty bold. Uh, CJ says, Cox is a great player, but I don't think he's ready yet. Why not? I'm interested. Like, only reason why I'm not trying to force Cox out there is because right now there's no need. The linebacker position has been fine enough. It hasn't been a liability. And once you get these rushers back, Micah's going to move back there. But I do believe Micah and Jabril Cox are the future. All right, we're going to get 2-5-2 in here and then 2-1-4. And we're going to get on up out of here so we can get on with our days, get back into the lab. So tomorrow we can have a good show as well. Uh, 2-5-2, what it is, what it hey, do. Hey, what's up, Sky? What's going on, man? Yeah, it's TP, man, from NC again. <laughs> <laughs> TP from NC, what's up, bro? Nothing much, man. I was listening to do, man, you know. And um, I feel the same way you feel about Jalen. It's just like he tried so hard to keep up with his feet. Uh-huh. It seems like his foot just won't lift up, you know. And um, I think after this year, it's a wrap. Um, but like you said, he's just serviceable right now. And um, I think that we'll keep uh, Vanderish. Um, but I think after this year, I think it's it for Jalen. Um, the story was good, you know. Got a lot of respect for dude, like him, but it's all about business. And, uh, and as far as Anthony Brown, yeah, yeah, he, I, I, it could have went the other way too, but uh, I just think that he just don't get his head around quick enough. And I, uh, I was surprised he did get his head around on that deep ball. Not going to lie to you. Yeah. But it's it's like, yeah. I'm not saying he's listening, but one of the things I said I was most worried about was the speed on Anthony Brown, and not because he's not fast. He's actually probably our fastest defensive back. It's just that I didn't think he tracked the ball well deep. But yesterday, two days right. ago, he did that. Two nights ago, he did that very well. So, man, let's hope he just builds on that. Yeah, yeah. That's the best thing we could do is hope for the best. Because when we get in the meat and the potatoes of, of the season, when we might have to play teams like, um, I think, we do we have Kansas City? Yes. Or yes. I haven't really looked at the schedule too Yes, much. you got KC. Okay, when we get into teams like that, you're going to really see what's going on. <laughs> you're going to really see what's going on. And Quinn is not stupid. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he'll give, I, I believe Quinn will give you enough rope to hang yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so on. Uh, but we're hoping for the best. I, like I said before, uh, we got a lot of people that's out. Once we get everybody kind of healthy, you know, I say about 80, 80% healthy, I believe that we can match up with any team. And I do believe we see Tampa again. We got them. I believe we got them. Oh, I feel good so, about it. Know, I, I feel good about going up against Tampa again. Yeah. Yeah, we see them again. I think we got them. Um, like I said before, we just got to play our game, um, um, take it game by game. And, and I think the Cowboys, we're, we're trending. We're trending up. And I'm just I'm very optimistic about the team this year. Um, you know, it's just a different smell in the air. It feels and, different, uh, man. I'm not going to hold you up. But, um, Appreciate but, the TP. Um, I like what you're doing, Sky. Keep doing what you do. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Hey, hey guys, I purposefully, I mean, I saw y'all talking about the audio, but I purposely wanted to hear it myself. It was fine on my end. 
Um, a, a couple other people say it was fine. There, and I say I'll say this because it's the internet. If there is any audio issues in the future, go come out, go out and come back in, and see if that works. But if there's an issue of mine and I see it, I will definitely let y'all know. Uh, sometimes this thing gets choppy, it, it, just internet stuff. But everything seemed to be seems to be connecting and running fine on my end. So apologies, but don't know what to tell you besides go out and come back in, and you should be uh, good to go. All right, two one four. What it is? What it do? Two one four. What's up? Yeah, what's up, man? How's it going? It's going, man. You having a good time? Speaking on this uh, Cowboys Eagles and then Panthers Cowboys leading up to Week Four. Yeah, man. Uh, team, team real good, man. I think, oh, we. Uh, I definitely back. can't hear you, man. You got us. I'm not sure if I'm on speaker or. All right. <laughs> we tried it too. Well, we tried it. We tried it. All right. I'll jump into the chat right quick. Uh, a lot of people. Okay. So they're talking about the audio. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Internet. It does that sometimes. Uh, Adrian list is listing the schedule. I would imagine Mike meticulous details. Podcast says Cowboys are trending up. Doug says, I think Quinn has something to prove after being fired. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He will get offers after having success in Dallas. I'm still, I don't know. I, I don't know if he will or he won't just quite yet. I mean, it's week three, right? If Dallas doesn't go deep in the playoffs, our team's going to be clamoring for Dan Quinn a year after being fired from the from the Falcons. I don't know. I'm hoping Dan Quinn takes a few years before he dips back into the head coaching realm. I hope he does because he's building something here in Dallas. I would love for him to play out whatever his contract is to see if he can win a Super Bowl. Do what he did in in, uh, in uh, Seattle, right? Like if he's going to get a, a head coaching job, hopefully it's on the back of a Super Bowl trophy. Then I don't care what you do, Dan Quinn. You got, we got, you got us a Super Bowl trophy. I'm with it. I'm with it. All right, guys. Tomorrow, we will do... I'm still up in the air on what I want to do. It's either going to be Cowboys offense against their defense or Cowboys defense against their offense. And I'm leaning towards that. I'm leaning towards the Cowboys defense against their offense because they don't have a Christian McCaffrey. uh, And I want to see how they adjusted to that. And... Listen, man, Sam, Sam Darnold be getting a lot. I gotta go see what 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 is it, man? Is he just been, he's just making ordinary plays, or is he this special looking quarterback? Or I don't know. I'm 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 curious because I'm not seeing a special thing, but people are talking Sam Darnold like he like we should fear Sam Darnold. So we're gonna find out. So I'm leaning towards Cowboys defense against their offense, and then Friday we'll flip it. Cowboys D against. Cowboys O against their defense. Do some predictions from you guys. And we got a cool segment that we're going to introduce on Friday, I believe, with my partner in crime on game days, Jesse Holly. If you did miss game day live, go back, man. Just go check out the pre and post. You don't got to watch the whole thing, but just check it out and see how the vibe is. It is it's great, man. And we got a three-game homestand. Three-game homestand now. At uh, Cowboy Stadium or AT&T Stadium. So we'll be at Texas Live. 
getting it popping with all Cowboys fans. And if you're not there, jump in the chat because it's jumping on game day. On game day. And Jacob says, Sky, who went to the barbecue this week? Did you miss the barbecue? I'll briefly bring that up. I'll briefly bring up the barbecue. Who sat at the grown folk table this week? It was Trayvon Diggs, Dalton Schultz, and Dan Quinn again. You know, I would love nothing more than to keep Dan Quinn at the grown folk table. Because to me, that just means the defense continues to get better. But Trayvon Diggs, obviously, with the pick six and just absolutely <laughs> sunning the Eagles. And then Dalton Schultz, six catches, 80 yards, two touchdowns. I'm just I'm just loving how he fits into this offense. I, I really do like both of our tight ends a lot. And I think, again, I'll keep saying it, them two together with how Kellen Moore and Dak are running this offense, they're a great byproduct of, um, of the team, of the offense. So that's the grown folk table at the cookout. Maybe we'll do cookout candidates again on Friday. That'll be fun as well. Then hopefully we can, man, I mean, we can do a little bit of... Hopefully we can get a little bit of that on Monday. So with that said, I'm going to press this button. I'm going to get up out of here. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you hit that like button. Check out my guy Mauricio Rodriguez later on tonight. A to Z Sports primetime. Check out a to zsports.com slash Dallas for all articles up on the site. I'm going to get on up out of here and hop back right into the lab. Putting in that work for y'all, man. We're putting in that work. Appreciate all the super chats, all the calls, all the donations, all the new subscribers. Thank you. Love y'all. Peace. I want me some glory hope.